The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you seeking more energy and ready to have more healings and revealings in your life? Then you've tuned into the right program. For the next hour, listen in as Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, shares with you tools you can use to transform your life. She will guide you on a journey to create a life that is intentional and dynamic. Now, here's your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome, everyone, and thank you so much for all the energy and for the sharing on social media and everything that you do for our show, The Intentional Spirit. As you know, each and every week we feature profound, uh, enlightened, open-minded, open-hearted people that in one way or many ways uh, we're able to have an aha or an epiphany or to deepening our dedication to the fact that we are here to coexist, co-create, and make this world a better place simply because we were in it. And our guest today, Connie Bowen, indeed has done that. She has a blog, Spotlight on Spirituality. She is an amazing artist. You will literally be blown away by her gift (laughs) in painting beautiful animals, and she is just profound. Connie, welcome to our show today. Thank you very much, Reverend Temple, for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. I've just been uh, loving uh, looking at some of your pieces of art, and um, it, it just, uh, you're so tuned in, <laughs> and it shows through everything that you do with your books and, and everything else, and we want to talk about all those, but to get started, just to give our audience an idea of a little bit about who you are. How did you, were you always aware as your, uh, in your childhood that you were blessed as an artist with these gifts? How did you, how did you get into growing into being you, is my question. Well, I majored in art in college at Washington State University, and I loved it. Uh, then I uh, became a court reporter for 23 years and uh, used Uh, my skill with my hands in that way. And then when I retired, I went back to my first love, which is art. And I read that uh, book, What Color Is Your Parachute? Mm. And found that my three passions were metaphysics, art, and animals. And in that book, he talks 
in that book, he talks about combining your three passions, and in that way, you will lead a fulfilling life. And I feel that I've done that with my books and my paintings. Wow. Um, just your ability to paint animals is just, uh, I mean, it'll bring tears to your eyes. I mean, it, you feel like they're sitting with you uh, in the other room. And for those of you that are listening, you can go to ConnieBowen.com uh, and you can see scrolling on the homepage exactly what I'm talking about. They're just really powerful and um you just look like they're going to walk off the page (laughs) what a gift that you that you have um thank you in in your book i believe in me um it's an affirmation book and i'm sure it is as much for adults as it is children but tell us a little bit about the book because you've sold uh over fifty thousand copies and kind of getting the word out and kind of walk us through, uh, well, how it came into being um, and and what's the intentionality behind it. I Believe in Me was uh, created uh, almost two decades ago when my son was one, and I had had a profound spiritual experience, and I wanted to communicate to him the knowledge that I had gained through that experience that he is a magnificent being of light. And I, he was an infant at the time. I put him in my backpack, went to the children's library locally and, uh, went to that section and I got the message. Clearly the book you are looking for is not here. And I went on home and decided to do some sketches. And I realized What I really wanted to show him, I could show him through affirmations that would be very simple. And I do sort of an outline of a person, a little spirit being, I call it, and collected quite a few of those. And people that would come to the house to visit would say, "Um, those are wonderful. May I have a copy of those? Or can I give my daughter who's depressed a copy of that affirmation and that drawing? And I realized that not only could my son Matthew benefit from a collection of these affirmations and illustrations, but possibly other children, and I sent my drawings to Unity, and they had just opened up the We Wisdom imprint at that time. And my book was the first book that they published after being closed for so long to any thought of publishing children's books. And that began my journey in a whole new direction. Well, that's why I I resonate resonate and I I feel so connected. And I know that I've seen the book in other settings. It's because of the connection with um, the Unity publishing side of that. That is is so great. And, And do you actually, along the way, Connie, get uh, stories from people about the distinction or the difference that it's making with some of the kids as far as their self-esteem? Oh, definitely. I I uh, heard from one mom who said that she was aware of a young teenage girl who had had a very traumatic childhood and was abused, and she walked around carrying my book to her chest because it just made her feel so much better to have the book. 
close to her. And then I heard also from a homicide division at um, a state in the Midwest, the Justice Department. They wanted to order quite a few copies of I Believe in Me for their Christmas dinner, and they wanted to turn the idea of victim thinking around, and they were wanting to give my book as Christmas gifts to about 40 or 50 people who would be attending the dinner and who had gone through their program. So it's, it's amazing when you, when you follow your heart step by step and uh, create something from a deep inner knowing, it's, it just bears fruit because it's, the intention is love and love will always bear fruit. Oh, no doubt about it. Um, because it, you're just walking through the path and listening and, and continuing to, to create. And um, is the book, um, I Believe in Me, is it uh, a Kindle book as well? Or is it, it's through your website that people order it? It is a Kindle book as well. It's just, Unity has just turned it into a Kindle book recently, which was a thrill. I wasn't even aware of that. And I checked on Amazon. I, I was just running through the house. Yay! It's the Kindle book. And, <laughs> right. Um, one more one and, more open door in which people can can people can get the message, right? And was it because of that book that you you thought, well, I'm on to something and then you uh wrote the other books or does each book have a unique story to it? Actually, uh I had so much fun creating that book with the affirmations and illustrations I went ahead to do I Turn to the Light and then my most recent book, I Create My World, I have self published because Unity is no longer publishing new children's books and I got the distinct feeling that if this new book is to be out into the world I would be the one to produce it, which was a whole new area for me. I think that's the excitement, isn't it? Isn't that what keeps us young is to continue to uh, create and recreate uh, our lives. And um, if I'm if I'm kind of doing the math correctly, uh, did the majority of your work, as far as your creativeness, your books, your your painting, your art, and those kind of things, are we talking that that started happening after you were forty? Um, exactly right. My son uh, was born right when I was forty, and I've just enjoyed so much having the experience of being a mom. I had. Um, not thought that I maybe would be able to be a mom, and I just said a prayer that uh, I wanted to experience the kind of love that I knew my mom had for for myself and my sister. She would just throw herself in front of a moving train if she had to to save her her two daughters without question, and I had never experienced that kind of love before and wanted to experience that instead of prayer that I might be a mother, have a child, and know what that feels like. And I certainly do now know. And it, it's been wonderful. And I, I do believe that the children pick up our vibration, our energy, and uh, 
I remember coming home from work after a difficult day as a court reporter and, and complaining, and I heard Matt say, uh, he was very young at the time, and he said, you're sounding awfully negative, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> and another time, I wanted, we were driving in this dark area in a community college where we wanted to look through the telescope, and they had certain evenings that you could come, and the public was welcome. It was very dark, and I was totally lost. All these little paths and little names, and nothing was really lit up, and I was getting frustrated, and I hear Matt say from the back seat, follow your guidance, Mom. Oh, wow. That was, that wow. Was he, he was just so sensitive to your own modeling, um, and, yeah. and that's... Um, you know, we, we talk about that a lot, and that, that's one of the things that I say that is so valuable about uh, spiritual communities versus um, communities of religiosity, of separation, and um, that promote to children their unworthiness and, you know, all those things, is that um, self-esteem, as we know, is either coming from uh, nature. It obviously is, comes from nature. You know, an orange tree is proud to be an orange tree. You know, a child is happy to be who they are. But then through the influence, uh, negative or positive, that's how they're shaped um, in being in the world. And that's one thing I I love so much about what you're offering and, and the books that you promote for the kids is because you're saying, you know, that, I mean, believing in yourself is first and foremost kind of fundamental to anything that happens in your life, um, in relationship, and your career. I mean, and that's why I wanted to highlight uh, your age. I mean, 40 is just, you know, young, young, young. And I live in Florida, so they call 40-year-old people, you know, babies. Because <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> I live in the land of, you know, lots of longevity. But having said that... Um, you know, a lot of people, when they're in their 20s and 30s, they feel like they've made commitments to professions and organizations, and and they don't feel that they have the potentiality to believe in themselves, and they just go through life like same stuff, different day, you know, and I think that's what's so profound uh, to kind of share that because a lot of people like you and like me, I mean, yes, I knew as a child, you know, what I wanted to be when I grew up and I'm still growing up, <laughs> but um, I, it's changed in the way it looks, you know, many, many times. And it's that fluidity of allowing things to happen that makes such a difference. So I think it's yeah. powerful that you, you went, away, you went away from what you knew to be true, a court reporter, and something that was very solid and very secure on the outside to really developing the inner security, which ultimately is all that matters uh, within. So congratulations on your ability to do that. A lot of people can't um, and, or won't, and that's why I think your message is, is so important in that way. Thank you so much. Um, I do have a little craft I can mention, and that was sent to me by the Center for Spiritual Enlightenment in San Jose. He uh-huh. sent me a picture of what their youth department had done, and um, I want to pass it along. Just take two different colored 
uh, pieces of paper, cut two circles, maybe 10 inches in diameter, and take a scissors and then cut up one side to the middle, put those two colored papers together so they are now, the pieces are perpendicular to each other and they can stand up on their own, and then write affirmations on the, each side, and you can hang it from the ceiling and put it in a child's room and it will spin and the different affirmations will be there for them. I just love the picture she sent to me of all these colorful globes they had made hanging from the ceiling with all the affirmations and the children's names and ages on each one. And it just warmed my heart to know that once you start a ball rolling in a certain direction, it just expands exponentially, and anything you create will just go out into the world and be like ripples on a pond and just affect many, many people, and you don't even realize what you're starting sometimes. Right. You're just listening to your inner guidance and not doing it for any particular reason other than believing in yourself and and being true and, and then allowing that that to take shape. Uh, everyone, you're listening today, if you're just coming online with us, uh, you're listening to The Wisdom of Connie Bowen. You can go to her website at ConnieBowen.com. We're talking uh, today not only about her ability as a portrait artist for animals, her love for nature, but also her children's books and affirmation books, which are part of a changing world. Connie, indeed, is reaching people whose world isn't changing by putting the focus on uh, children and, uh, and how to be true to yourself and your gifts and your talents. We'll be right back after this short break. Thank you for being with us. If Unity Online Radio has helped you grow spiritually through programs like this one, please consider supporting this online radio programming. Visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you for helping us continue to serve as the voice of an awakening world. Unity Institute and Seminary invites you to take a spiritual tour of Eastern Europe. Spend 10 days and 9 nights in the heart of Europe, September 17th through the 26th, 2014. Visit the magnificent capitals of Eastern Europe, including Budapest, Vienna, and Prague. Stay in first-class hotels, enjoy guided walking tours, dine on local specialties, and even take a boat cruise on an underground lake. A portion of your trip will benefit Unity Institute and Seminary. Explore the culture, sights, and spirit of Eastern Europe with Unity Friends. Book your trip today. Call 800-828-4813. That's 800-828-4813. Or visit unityinstitute.org slash travel. Do you think you know all you want to know about the characters in the Bible? Do you know who could be called the king who loved too much? Or what it means to be a Jezebel? Or that the best love story in the Bible begins with the declared commitment of two women? 
The Bible's symbolic meaning can help you transform your life and discover the presence and power of God within you. Find out what these characters can teach you about your own life today by tuning into Biblical Power for Your Life. Each week, co-hosts Rev. Karen Tudor and E.J. Niles present a Bible character from a historical, cultural, psychological, and symbolic perspective. Your comments and questions are part of this lively discussion. Tune in every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, and power up your life only at Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for listening to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. If you have a question or comment about today's discussion, you can email us at theintentionalspirit at unityonlineradio.org. Now, here is your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome back, everyone. I'm sure that you are enjoying this conversation every bit as much as I am, as I'm talking with Connie Bowen today and talk about an intentional spirit. Um, at 40 years old, she kind of created a, a whole different change in her life. Either she found it, the talents and gifts she has as an artist, as a pet portrait artist, as well as an author, illustrator of affirmation books, her books are I Believe in Me, I Create My World, The Power of Thought to Shape Our Lives, and I Turn to Light, as well as she's been the illustrator for another picture book and other books as well. You can go to ConnieBowen.com. Um, Connie, what a pleasure. So, well, you found your gifts or either they found you. It kind of kind of feels like it's always the same, right? It's a it's a co-creation on, on behalf of our creator. Um, it finds us and we find it. Um, with your uh, immense gifts as a, as a portrait artist, uh, why did you choose pets? Well, that is one of my passions is animals. I've always felt an intense connection with animals. And when I painted one of my first portraits for a woman, she happened to be from Italy. She found me at a dog show where I was a vendor, and I, I painted her dog and put it up in the office here. It was drying. I came back into the office, and it was like the dog was looking at me. It was a shock. And <laughs> I just couldn't believe it. I kept looking at the painting. The painting kept looking at me. It was a Sharpay. And... Uh, I thought, oh, my heavens, that's odd. I'd never felt anything like that before. And uh, that seemed to happen more and more when man lost his cat and, and was so bereft, he couldn't seem to get over it. And, and we went through his photographs, and I found myself saying very odd things, uh, like, oh, your cat wants us to choose this photograph. This is the photograph. <laughs> your cat would like us to use. And uh, I just felt a, a connection to the animals that had crossed over while I was painting. And uh, as soon as he saw the painting all finished, he felt so relieved. And it was when he took the painting and left, it was like a swoosh of energy of that cat going out the door with him. It, it, so I've painted over 400 pet portraits, and 
they have a profound effect on not only me, but the person receiving the painting. And I feel it's a way that the animal souls can help the person that's grieving connect in with them by giving them a focus. The painting is a focus where they can feel the animal's energy again because we all, of course, live on. There is no death, and that includes animals. Uh, it's so powerful, and, it, you know, um, it's always good. I always celebrate seeing people that really um, honor nature, and it still fascinates me that we're having these kind of conversations because, you know, to me, um, nature and God are their hand in hand, you know, and um, and we are all part of nature. I heard uh, someone say the other day that, Instead of saying, what would Jesus do or what would Buddha do, you know, that they say, what would nature do? You know, and I'm sure you, you feel the same. I, I'm fascinated when I hear people say, well, maybe I ought to think more about nature or maybe I ought to think more about the earth. And it's like, you're really saying I need to think more about myself. I mean, well, we are, of course, responsible for that which we're made out of. You know, we are, <laughs> we're, we're made out of Mother Earth. And, and for people that forget that, uh, at the end of our lives, we go back to ashes and dust. So, you know, it's just, um, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to be to sound cynical, but um, it's like all the clues are right around us. Um, I was listening to uh, Super Soul Sunday and Shirley MacLaine, who I always have admired, uh, talked to Oprah. And she was talking about, you know, some of her greatest lessons right now. She's learning from her pets. You know, the the older 15-year-old dog that can't see and can't hear. And that's her greatest teacher right now. That's part of what she's learning of how to be with that and how nature is with that. And and when you look at your 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 uh, portraits, um, in that they can speak off the page. Um, I just love the work you're doing, and and how you're coming in from a different angle uh, to reach people that have become somewhat desensitized to the value of these great teachers that are walking on our planet today. Oh, I know. I believe one of the powerful uh, things that the animals do for us is they allow us to love them. And when you share love, you realize you have love. And so I believe that's one of their powerful teachings. They allow us to love them. I do too. I I absolutely do. Um, And I... You know, I always say to people as a as, as a trained shaman um, that we get into our pride and maybe too much into our ego when we actually think we're the ones that are saving the day with the animals mm-hmm. uh, because it's it's uh, it is mutual. You know, the animals bring us the healing that we need at the time, mm-hmm. and they offer great medicine to help us on our journey. You know, it's not just a one-way street. Mm-hmm. Oh, so true. I, I I agree with you 100%. We're on the same page there. So, um, one thing also I noticed um, 
that I do enjoy is bringing animals into when I illustrate my books I I want to be able to put an animal almost on every single page if not an animal we recognize some than another animal that I've made up in my mind uh, that could possibly exist. And this, to me, is the most fun aspect of illustrating children's books because logic is thrown out the window. You can paint a pink flying boat in the sky and put balloons around it, and it makes perfect sense. (laughs) And so that's one of the draws I have to illustrating children's books. They never question how that boat could be in the sky and are there enough balloons to hold the boat up? Nothing. They they are completely on the same vibration that I am when they look through their books. Oh, of course, of course that's there and of course that's possible. And I love to ask children as they look at, at, especially my new book, what is going on in that picture? Tell me what's going on. What do you see? What's happening and why? And it's, it's always the case that every child has a different story, a different answer, a different interpretation, which again comes back to my, my premise that we do create our world that we experience by our thoughts. And universal mind is responding to our thoughts, emotions, beliefs, and intent. And universal mind then is bringing the events, people, and circumstances into our lives that match what we are sending out. And it just really lifts people when through... uh the work of, of art and illustration um, underneath that is that when people open that book and they're, they're reading it, looking at it, don't you feel they're feeling the feelings that you put into it when you were doing it? Yes. And that's one reason I do uh, try to always live as my higher self not always successful, but that's my goal. Through meditation, affirmation, I do try, and through forgiveness, to live as my higher self because I feel that those people that have my books and paintings actually feel the state that I'm projecting as me, even after these uh, things have been created, they're manifested into this time-space reality. They are still feeling who I am, and it's coming through my art to them. And so that is one reason I do try and stay on the higher path. I do have a story I could uh, relate about uh, our thoughts and how they affect our Please experience. do. I, yeah, uh, please do. Do you have time now? Yes, absolutely. Well, all right. My husband's oldest son, Eric, had lost his day timer. This was a couple of decades ago. I still remember it. It's so powerful to me. And this was before blackberries and that kind of thing. And it had his pay stubs, his new check from work, his complete calendar, 
all of his appointments and contacts. It was a beautiful leather-bound gift that he had received, I think, from graduation. And he lost it, and we received a call from a man who said he would give us this daytimer that he had found, and he wanted a reward. And he was a most unsavory type of a person in his communication with us. And at first my husband said, okay, fine, we'll meet you at this location you want. We will give you the reward. We just want the daytimer. He kept calling, the man, the man kept calling and uh, wanting more money. Now it's a different location. I was beginning to feel more and more uneasy through this whole experience. I was, I was just getting to be a wreck. So we called Eric and said, is it all right if we, if we just let your daytimer go? This is not, not something we want to be involved in. And he said he would try to to get uh, everything replaced, and yes, let it go. And I was so uncomfortable. I knew we had to shift the energy in the situation. We sat on the couch. We did a meditation. We surrounded the man with love and light and prayers for his well-being. And we did this for about 20 minutes until we actually felt a lot better about the whole thing. And we felt there was an energy shift. The odd thing is, the next day, we received a call from a lovely young woman who said she found his daytimer in a dumpster. Could she come by, bring it by? And Mike offered her a reward, and she said, no, that isn't necessary. She came a few hours later with her father. They were the most lovely people, and we, we got the daytimer back intact. Wow. And I do believe it's because of our prayers, because we shifted the energy, and we were no longer, our vibration was no longer compatible with this previous person, and he had to let go of what he had, of ours. Well, yes, and the other part that is so significant is... uh, is what I talk about often is that we all have our own inner GPS system, our God personalized system, and you listen to the uncomfortableness. You know what I mean? You listen from a mm-hmm. place of open-heartedness of this isn't feeling quite right, and you questioned it. A lot of times when we get something in our mind, like something has to be a certain way or we've already committed to it or we told so-and-so we would or whatever, and we start getting those feelings, we have the tendency to uh, negate them, don't you think? Right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, I I love the, the listening that, that you were able to apply so that you could open up to the greater path that you know, was right ahead in, in, in front of you. Um, have Did you learn how to start training your mind to to know that your mind is influencing in your thought and your heart? Or is this something that came about through a major change in your life? Uh, it did come about through a major change. And also, through the years, I just kept getting experience to different ways of thinking very gradually. Uh, I was a busy court reporter, and we went on vacation, and we're staying at a friend's 
cabin on a lake. It was beautiful, and there was not much to do there but relax, which was a new concept for me. And there was a basket filled with um, Science Mind magazines and this kind of thing, and I picked one up, and I was reading it, and I I thought, what is this philosophy? And uh, the woman we were staying with uh, and I got into a discussion, and she said... uh, I was seeing how much competition there is as a court reporter and on and on. And she said, oh, there's no such thing as competition. And I said, what? And she said, nothing can keep your higher good from coming to you. If you are meant to have something, it's going to come to you if you allow it. And her way of thinking was so foreign to me. And it was like the whole time we were at the cabin, I just read magazine after magazine after magazine and loved every minute of it. I just absorbed it like a sponge. It was so new. So it's it's just a gradual change that has come over me through the years as I put these principles into practice. And I, I also had a, a um, experience, one of two profound spiritual experiences, and uh, I can talk about talk about that one if you'd, if you'd like to hear this one of my experiences absolutely because I think the experiences of your life are the are the great stories that impact and 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 touch other people in a way that we all re, uh, relate on some levels so we're going to start right there after we come back after this short break I want to thank all of you for continuing to support uh, Unity Online Radio through your donations and through also the time to share with other people about our various shows that really support and offer tools for a greater way of living, greater lifestyle, better way of uh, staying forever young, and all the other elements. And for those of you that enjoy our show and uh, personally the connection that you have with the intentional spirit, please join us on unitycampus.org. And you can find out all the various things that we have going on, including uh, live stream uh, each and every week of positive uh, messages and lessons. We have people watching us from all over the world. I'm Temple Hayes, and we'll be right back after this short break. Looking for the spiritual in your everyday life? Searching for meaning in the meaningless? Check out the book, Rants to Revelations, by Reverend Ogan Holder. Using his characteristic wit, humor, and storytelling, Reverend Ogan brings spiritual insight into practically every arena of human life. From issues of spiritual growth and family life to deep theological concerns about God and reality, he combines personal narrative with philosophical and scientific understanding to bring a fresh perspective into the life of faith in today's postmodern world. Pick up a copy of Rants to Revelations today from www.rantstorevs.com. Reverend Paulette's mantra is, it's all a prayer. 
Tune in every Tuesday as Unity Minister Paulette Pipe leads you in meditation and prayer on touching the stillness. Make no mistake, this is not nap time. With an energy that will captivate you, touching the stillness will guide you in deep meditation, leaving you enlivened. Hear astounding meditations and learn more about different forms of meditation. Enrich your prayer life as Reverend Paulette, Senior Minister of Touching the Stillness Ministries, affirmatively prays with power and authority by taking live prayer requests from callers like you. Whether you have a prayer request for yourself or for a loved one or are ready for a deepened meditation experience, make sure you tune in on Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Central Time, where we'll be joining in consciousness with the unceasing prayer activity of the Silent Unity 24-7 Prayer Ministry at Unity Village. That's Touching the Stillness with Rev. Paulette Pipe every Tuesday right here on Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Letting go in the stillness. We now return to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, with your host, Reverend Temple Hayes. And welcome everyone, and I'm talking to uh, someone that does the work that's very near and dear to my heart, Connie Bowen. Um, You can um, know more about Connie on her website, ConnieBowen.com. She is into nature. She is a portrait artist for pets, for which she contributes um, some of those fees that she gets into organizations that are helping animals. And not only that, but she is totally dedicated to children and keeping children aligned with their thoughts um, and their lives create their own destiny. Connie, um, it's so great hearing um, about you. And one of the things that you and I were talking about during break is how, you know, we live in a world where people, a lot of times people will put their lives on hold because they say, well, when my dreams come true, I will dot, 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 when my dreams come true, I will blank, you know, whatever that is. And and one of the things Mm -hmm. I write and talk about is my dreams are waiting on me to come true. And, you know, and so just as you stepped into, okay, what are the three things that give me passion in my life? You know, what are those three things? Okay, let me move in that direction. So a part of you had to come true with yourself. Uh, before those things could become evident in your in your life, but talk to us about uh, the dream element in your own life. Well, one thing that uh, happened happened for me was I um, when my I believe in me book was published nineteen years ago. I was invited by Unity to go to the International New Age Trade Show in Denver. And they asked me to walk around the room. It's just a huge, huge gathering. It's so fantastic. And carry my new book around and just show people and talk to people. And I received the most outpouring of love from everyone while I was there and and the best feedback. 
and people's eyes were just a glow, and they were just so loving. And I had never experienced anything like that before. I had been working in this field where there's so much tension and animosity, and things are very strict, and uh, you must stay within certain rules. And here these people were just so loving, and it, it was such a new experience for me. I, when I got home... From the New Age trade show, I was, uh, I couldn't sleep. I was just abuzz with all of this. And it was about 1.30 in the morning. I still couldn't sleep, and the room was very dark. And I was just staring up to the ceiling, imagining one beautiful person after another in my mind. Oh, there was this person and that person, and running that through. And suddenly, I received a complete shift in my environment, it just it just went mm, to a whole new dimension feeling, and the room was still dark, but everywhere that I looked was lit up. My dog was sleeping on the floor, and when I looked at, at him, he was surrounded by light. Everywhere I looked was surrounded by light. The room was still very dark. And then I felt a slight pressure right at the third eye area, and it was as if um, a, um, a screen was in front of me about 10 inches. And it was as if a movie screen was projecting out of that third eye area onto this screen in front of me. And these beams of light were there. They were flowing. And there was instant telepathic communication. And I had studied metaphysics for a while. And so I knew... I had broken through somehow to some other dimension uh, through the veil, and I was thrilled. I immediately started communicating with these beings, and they said that I had reached such a high vibration of love that they could then reach me. They can't come down to a lower vibration. They can't leave their vibration of love, but we can lift up to their vibration, and then we can communicate like I was doing. And I immediately asked them, I felt they were spirit guides, I said, when can I retire from court reporting? Because I really wanted to. And the answer I got was, we are astounded you are still court reporting. And I thought, well, that doesn't answer anything. And I asked again the same question. And I received the same answer, we are astounded you are still court reporting. And I thought, well, maybe they've never lived in a body. Maybe they don't know what this is like. I need a concrete answer. I need to know when and how. And I asked again, and I got the same answer. It was amazing. And then um, the chakra area right in the middle of your chest, your heart chakra, it seemed to open so wide. It was as if you were stretching your arms up so high. Stretching, stretching, well, that's what happened. My heart chakra just opened, 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 and a column of light came down into my body through my heart chakra for, I would say, seven seconds or so. And um, I asked, what was that about? And they said that I had forced myself to do something I was no longer meant to do for so long that a disease process had started within my body. I was unaware of this occurrence, and that every morning for the next two weeks when I went to the bathroom, it was just a complete evacuation, and 
there was no pain involved, but, but that was the result. And they said that that was the disease process washing itself out, and it would take two weeks. And uh, we conversed. And at the end of maybe 45 minutes, I was so exhausted, I had to go to sleep. And I closed my eyes to go to sleep. And there was so much light behind my eyes. It was like a sun was inside of my body. And I heard a buzzing. So I said to the guides, there's no way I'll be able to sleep with this noise and this light. And they said, open your mouth and speak. So I opened my mouth to say the unity prayer for protection. It's the only thing I could think of at that moment. And I, I hardly got the first word out when all of that energy drained away the light and the sound. And it was then dark and peaceful. And it was at that moment that I realized in a very profound way that through our speech, not only our thoughts, do we create our reality. That we, if we could watch the words we choose, what we say, it's so important because it is actually so powerful. And so after that experience, that, uh, the next day I retired from court reporting. That was my last day. I just did. <laughs> I was so changed. We painted the whole living room, the walls light. Uh, we just changed. I changed it in so many ways. I stopped eating meat. I just had a, a profound shift. That is such an incredible story, Connie. I'm I'm so grateful that you were willing to share it. And and it is so true. I mean, for for individuals that are living in spaces that are not uh, satisfying and not in alignment with who they are, you know, I mean, like. I'm, I'm, I know that we do everything um, and, and there are no accidents. And, you know, with everything that we do, um, it, it benefits us somehow. I get that. But, you know, n- knowing you in your heart and looking at your work and your great uh, ability to paint animals and everything, you know, to, for me to ever look at you and go, oh, I'm sure that girl, she used to be a court reporter. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm like, what? You know, I can't even see you sitting in a court system, you know, because it's such a different kind of box, you know, obviously um, they're needed, those that, that do what they do, but Wow. I mean, that, you know, it, it's just like a, a thriving, amazing um, a plant, you know, being in the desert where it can't grow. I mean, they just don't go together on the same page. So I'm just glad that you tapped into and, and your soul opened up to uh, the true path that you're supposed to be on. Uh, because, uh, goodness, we wouldn't have wanted you to miss your gifts and talents, that's for sure. Thank you so much. I. I was so amazed uh, that, you know, the guides, they never told me specifically what to do or how to do it uh, at all. It was just their reaction was enough for me to have a major shift. And I think that's so important that we are never interfered with. We have free will. We can choose our path. And the guidance that comes to us is through love and our higher good wanting to come through as we enter into the stream of well-being that's always there for us. And 
there's no coercion. There's only love. And it was a choice that I made. But I did feel so empowered to make that choice through their sharing. Absolutely. And aren't you glad you did? (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad I I did. And, uh, And I also feel that physical healing, when it's done in such a way that the light is allowed to to be a part of that is is deep and profound and lasting. Oh, because no doubt. Because then you're in alignment with your life and there's no reason to go back. You know, we we know that some of the diseases, the dis-ease and discord is not being in alignment with who you're created to be. Well, I'm sure glad that you paid attention and um, that you stepped into this journey of being such a gifted artist. And um, I look forward to talking to you about some of my own projects, which are going to be coming in the future because you're just such a great illustrator. I want to remind people to go to ConnieBowen.com. She does portraits for animals. Uh, She's a tremendous author, and she's written several books and sold many copies um, especially nowadays when we look at, you know, what's involved to actually sell a book. So congratulations about that. I mean, collectively with your three books, you've sold close to 80,000 copies. That's nothing to sneeze at, girl. Um, Thank you, know, you good, so much. <laughs> good for you. So I look forward to us staying in touch. And um, thank you, everyone, for participating with us today. And please forward this uh, this great show today with Connie Bowen to your friends and, and people that you know, because everyone somewhere knows someone that has a pet or has a child. And let's help keep them on the forefront of our minds and our hearts, um, because together we can make such a huge difference. Thank you, Connie, again, and many thank blessings you. to you and the work you're doing in the world. Keep being you and believing in yourself as well. Thank you so much. Ah, you're welcome. Many blessings. Thank you, everyone. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being with Reverend Temple Hayes. Join us every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Central for tools and simple applications which will support you from being alive to fully living. This program is brought to you in part by First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida. To learn more about this ministry, go to www.unitycampus.org or www.templehays.org. know that God is the source of our prosperity, but how do we manifest it in our lives? We simply change our limiting patterns around money, relationships, and health. Then, naturally, our vitality goes up, and so does our cash flow. We start to live with purpose, sharing our unique ability. Join us on Prosperity Power Hour every Monday at 1 p.m. Central Time to claim your divine inheritance. Prosperity for all, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Inspiration only takes a moment. Consider these inspirational thoughts from the Quest for Prayer from Unity House Books. Holding a special, loving thought for other people benefits us as much as it benefits them. In fact, in some ways, even more so. Consider, for example, what happens when you wash your car with a hose. What gets clean first? The inside of the hose, of course, because the water must rush through the hose before it can clean the car. So it is when we hold loving thoughts for someone. As those loving thoughts rush through us, they bless us first. It is a win-win situation. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. What if you were intentional about your life, committed to having more energy and being more vibrant? Join Reverend Temple Hayes, spiritual leader of First Unity at Unity Campus in St. Petersburg, Florida, as she guides you on a journey to an intentional and energetic life. Empower your life and fully express the wondrous energy, love, and joy you hold in your wildest imagining. Joyfully and actively know that more important than what happens after you die is the deeper and enriching concern for what happens while you're living. How can you experience an incredible life right now? Learn how each week on The Intentional Spirit, Seeing and Being, Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Central Time, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Inspiration only takes a moment. We invite you to consider these words from Unity author Charles Roth. Live deeply in the present moment. If you are going to work on the premise that real energy, real excitement, that feeling of being fully and enthusiastically alive comes from a source within you, then it follows that you have to spend some time getting acquainted, being at home in those far reaches of inner space. Peace is power, for out of stillness, strength is born, and out of inner harmony, productivity flourishes. Rest in that inner peace. This meditative moment is brought to you by Unity. Are you ready for deeper spiritual breakthroughs? Have you wondered how to apply spiritual principles to your everyday life in practical ways? Do you feel your soul is calling you to deeper purposes? Join Rev. Galen McDowell live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for Truth Transforms, a discussion on how God within you, as you, is the power to transform your life. If you really believe that consciousness determines your experiences and that you are an individualized expression of God, join us as we help awaken and transform the consciousness of humanity. We will discuss, through lecture, live interviews and call-in questions, spiritual healing, prayer, prosperity, forgiveness, new thought views about eternal life, and much more. The world is waiting for your truth transformation, only on Unity Online Radio. 
Are you looking for help on your path to healing? I'm Lisa Campion. I'm a psychic, Reiki master, teacher, and energy healer. On my podcast, The Miracle of Healing, I'm going to help you on your healing path. Listen to conversations with leading teachers in energy medicine, quantum healing, and people who have recovered from loss and illness. Whether it's to take care of your own healing or to help other people, this is the podcast for you right here on mindbodyspirit.fm.